Hey, it's Carly. And it's Johnny. And this, this is, is the Ghost, Ghost Wolf Podcast. Podcast. It's uh, June 21st, and we are driving down the Autobahn in Germany. I'm probably going about 110 miles an hour right now. And we're on our way to Bonn. Yep, it's 2019, and we're on the Little Bear Tour, the, about the second half of the uh, six-week tour in Europe. This is the Yeah, this is the, exactly the halfway mark, actually. Yep, yeah. so we're about... 16 shows in. Yeah, we have 16 to go. 16 to go. So uh, we thought we would do a podcast answering a few questions that a few fans wrote in, and we encourage encourage everyone to write in questions that we can answer for you guys uh, just while we're driving down the freeway and just, or the Autobahn in this case. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Yeah, last week when we did our uh, first podcast, we let you guys know you can write us questions. So this week we're just going to answer a couple and it was cool. We actually had some people write in. So thank you guys for writing in. And, uh, yeah, let's just, um, let's, let's read them. Okay, let me see. The first one is from Annie in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. She says, what's been your favorite place to play in Europe? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many. Yeah, I think this is, we were trying to count how many times we've toured over here. I think we're up to maybe. I think this is our eighth. Eighth tour. Eighth tour, it's so. It's been around overseas. And it's been about a month at a time, usually, typically, so. There's a lot of places. Yeah, that's a lot to choose from. Maybe we should narrow it down to this trip? Yeah, maybe just what we've done on this show. It's been great. I mean, there haven't been any that I didn't like, to be honest. Yeah, this trip has been really pretty cool. Um, the first gig we did was a festival in the countryside in France. Uh, in Les Lamard, which is just a tiny, tiny village, but in south of France, south of south of France, in the mountains, and um, it's called Festival Alt, and they just they put up some circus tents, and um, they we played twice. We played in the little, the little village. We did our gut bucket set, and then um, that same night we played in the circus tent, and. Uh, did the full-on rock and roll show and I mean it was that was the biggest show so far maybe maybe one of the biggest crowds we played to in Europe too so that made it special really exciting and they were off the chain we went on we went on at midnight and they were just the people were I think they were pretty good and buzzed at that point because they they had two stages at that festival and they the cool thing was they rotated and so there was never a competing show so everybody that was at the festival which was like maybe 1,000 to 2,000 people just, you know, would vibe between each stage and give each band their full attention. So that was really, really special. Yeah, I loved seeing the crowd surfers and they were like pushing up against the barrier to where the barrier was like almost collapsing and people were coming over there trying to hold the barrier. It got a little so, like, It was very, very energetic. Yeah, I mean, I was I was honestly watching them just to make sure no one was <laughs> no, going to get hurt. Yeah. Because it was, it was getting to that point where like they were definitely about to tear some stuff But they down. were having fun. And, yeah, like, they it were was cool. like, And we were feeding off of that, of course, and so the energy was just really high on, on during that set. And you we were played, so loud. We played for about an hour. You were so loud. Yes, I was very loud. Um, you were this, playing three amps. I had three amps going, and the sound the sound crew, I guess the head sound man, was, was sending his, his guys, minions. his minions, 
she turned down my amps while I wasn't looking because they were behind me. Like sneak attack. Sneaking up and turning them down. They weren't all like black. They were away. like they were ninjas. They were <laughs> little sound ninjas. But what they didn't know is I noticed and I had a volume control like on my pedal board, so I just turned it up there. I think that's pretty rude, actually. Yeah. Just personally. They were they were cool guys, but I just think that that's a little over the line. It's like kind of telling you you don't know what your, your guitar sound should be. Yeah, like. it was just it needed to be loud. It was it was just such a a big space and it just needed to be loud. So yeah, it was a huge place. I mean, there's thousands people. I mean, that's how we get people to move. Yeah, and there's just yeah. two of us. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't so be fun. mad if you just kicked their asses. <laughs> It was, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really think twice about it. I just turned it up on my pedal board and just kept on rocking. That's cool. Yeah, so fun. So that so, was definitely a highlight of this trip. But then from there, we went straight to the Munster Looney Raven party in Bar near Barcelona, and that was also super fun. Yeah, it's, it's a special one. A rock and roll sure. festival. Yeah, it's kind of like these little, little festivals are where it's at. Like, less than a couple thousand people maximum. And maybe, I mean, maybe that's just where we're getting booked because that's where we're at, you know, in our career, which is great. Just to have that opportunity is amazing. But um, kind of feel like they're more fun somehow. Don't you think? Well, I guess I wouldn't know if they were more fun than playing for 20,000. Well, well, I mean, I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you've been to big festivals, you've been to ACL, you've been to these just that's true. oversized 80,000 tickets. Like, there's just less stress involved when it's a couple thousand people, and it's almost just, it's just friendlier. Like, yeah. Like, there's less security, you know. At Lake Lamar, I really enjoyed the communal eating. Like, they had a big mess hall, kind of, or just, like, a big cafeteria where they they had all these chefs back there making lentils and carrots and uh, what, what else was it? Just super French food. Zucchini and, you know, just like, yeah. really fresh. Quinoa. Or, no, wait, um, couscous. Couscous. Lots of couscous. And then um, all the volunteers, they had over 100 volunteers, and then all the bands and performers were to eat there. And they had it set uh, twice a day, you know, lunch and dinner at different times you could go. And um, they had fresh bread, and they had wine, like local, local wine. wine that was just like in these glass milk jugs. They must have had a truck, truck of that wine, like a tanker truck in yes. the back. <laughs> they, were, they were just filled with... Endless. That was cool. So that was really cool. But so, actually, that, that kind of leads into the next question that... Um, does that answer it for Annie? Annie, I hope that answers your question. We uh, we we play, like most places we play, we really love, to be to be honest with you. Like, there's very rarely a place where we're unhappy, I'd say. Yeah, we've, you know, as long as we have people coming to see us, you know, it doesn't matter really how many of you there are we're just we're so thankful and happy that people are there that that just makes it for us that's all that really matters so, so. hope we see you in cincinnati annie we do love cincinnati i love cincinnati okay what are, what's the next well, question it kind of leads into the next question um it's from sophie in chicago have you played with any cool bands on this tour and who should we check out oh yeah so yeah i mean at the festivals we've, we've definitely met and come across awesome bands. That's been the nice, actually a real treat on this trip is that these festivals are really booked um, with like a kind of a variety 
style, I feel like, a lot of the time. Like, a really nicely curated... It's not too much of one thing. Which yeah, well, is, except for Munster, that was like a rock and roll festival. Yeah, but even, even there, the bands were different enough, you know? I mean, they were rock bands, but they weren't all, like, the one one style of rock. It was cool. It's definitely more similar than, like, Les Blamard, where it was just all over yeah. the place. Like, we played with a band from... Oh, Madagascar? Yeah, Madagascar. Yeah, Damily. I think that's how you pronounce it. Dam- Damily, maybe, is the uh, correct, but they're a, uh, probably like a six-piece African... Yeah. Just... amazing drumming, like, cool guitar riffs, and just, like, really awesome singing. Yeah, and kind of, honestly, like, mind-blowing to listen yeah. to. It, their show is incredible. Because the rhythm that they play with is something that we're just so so alien to us and i was watching the drummer just like man this guy it's almost like they're really on top of the beat almost like brazilian music where it's just constantly moving forward and it's real fast and he's doing all these kind of angular fills that don't make they don't make sense to my american drummer brain which is <laughs> you can learn a lot watching yeah and i feel like i feel like when we played i was like thinking a little more like he maybe like he was was trying to so that was really who yeah, that was inspiring. That? Oh, Chewler's Division. That was really cool. Yeah, that was wild. They were, uh, well, they are a hip-hop duo, and I think the brothers, but um, it seems like they've hooked up with this DJ over in France who is just got incredible taste and is really noisy. Like, they had all these just analog synths, all this Eurorack gear for all you synthesizer people know what I'm talking about and it was all wired up and it was just trashy and cool um, and really original so that was nice yeah definitely uh, we got to play with Scott Byram on this trip oh yeah Um, yeah another Texan Scott Byram it was really fun to play with him and unfortunately it rained during our set but we played we played through it anyways but it started raining so hard that (laughs) stuff started shorting out and finally we just we just decided, well, everybody was like, okay, we need to... It got dangerous. Yeah, it got too dangerous. It got too wet. Yeah, so... We were, we were outside in a square in Bordeaux, like in the old city in Bordeaux. It was beautiful. It was, it was really special. It was I mean, a festival that has multiple stages around the city. So it's Throughout really, the whole summer, I think. Yeah, so that's really nice. But um, Byron But by the time Byron played, it, it had cleared up, and uh, so he got to do his whole set, and the crowd was great. We just had such a good time. Yeah, people really, they, we thought that they were going to lose their crowd because it just was pouring so hard, but people kind of just went in the cafes, and then when it stopped raining, they all came back out, and by the time we were playing, there was probably a couple hundred people, and then for Byram, there were probably 500 to 700, 800 people out there dancing. And, um, and when we were playing, too, it was like, even though it was raining, they stayed. Yeah, with their umbrellas. They, that was cool. Yeah. It was pretty rock and roll. It was dramatic, that's for sure. And yeah, not, nice... not all of them had umbrellas, but they... They just, they didn't want to leave. They were like, if you're going to keep on going, so are we. I mean, the stage was covered, but when the wind and the rain started just coming on underneath the cover and, like, getting onto all the electronics. It was puddling. <laughs> that's enough. That was puddling. Yeah, we don't want to go out like that. That's not, that's not a good way to go. Um, okay, what's the next question? Well, let's talk about a few more bands. Oh, Maybe yeah, that'll yeah. be the last question, you know, because we're trying to keep this to about 15 minutes, and we're just trying to gauge... You know how that's working. So, um, we when we played at the Munster Raving Looney Party in in Spain, and they had some really cool bands from the states uh, that we hadn't met. But we did run into um, a booker that we've worked with before from uh, was that Minneapolis? 
Oh yeah, Joe. Yeah. yeah. So what Joe was traveling with um, the Talk Fiends, and uh, they were doing a tour, and it, they were awesome. We loved them. So yeah, they were very. Check rock out the Talk Fiends. They were tough. There, there were some to, tough bands. Yeah, at that totally. Festival. Yeah, it was cool because the day we played, it was like Girl Power Day, and yeah. there was a band from London called Ghost Cat. They were Ghost Car. Oh, Ghost Car. Sorry, Ghost Car. Ghost Cat's cool too. Though. And they were awesome. They were like totally crazy. And then, who else? The Glam Skanks. They glam closed the night. LA. Yeah, they were very glammy. Very glammy. Sparkly and very powerful. Uh, and then we played with um, in Madrid. We played. With oh yeah, Hinerador. Hinerador. Duo from Madrid called Hinerador. You guys should check out. That really got a lot of cramps kind of style, but um, really just powerful. You know, and all in Spanish. All just really rock and roll. Like we've had everybody you played with has been. I don't know. We played with a really cool band um, in the south of Spain. Uh, they were from Bogota. Oh, yeah, the uh, Colombian La, uh, La Perla. La Perla? Yeah, yeah La, La Perla. Perla. It was this, just vocals and Yeah, that was, that was really cool. Yeah, um, it was like very rhythmic and these really cool rhythms. That well, when they loaded into the scene, we were on the same stage. I looked over and I was expecting, you know, you expect to see guitars and amps and drums like. A lot of the bands we play with, and they just had two soft cases with hand drums in them, and that was it. So they didn't have anything electrical to plug in. They got up on the stage, and but it was they were beatboxing and singing all these harmonies, and it was just it was awesome. And they had a great crowd; like the people really dug it. So yeah, know, they were singing in Spanish. People really love that, and they're get down to their beats and stuff. Well, it was interesting too because they weren't doing cumbia really. Like they they had some cumbia influences, but uh, I was talking to someone who knows more about Colombian Colombian music, and they were saying that this is like some really super indigenous, uh, very local music from Colombia. Like cumbia is the biggest influence out of Colum- out of Colombia, but these they weren't doing that. Like and they were even um, some of their lyrics were in a local dialect. Yeah, the yeah. Bogota, mm-hmm. which is That's just what we were really told. interesting. Yeah, yeah, so La Perla. And then um, let's see, we, the band from that was right before us from Russia. Oh yeah, they were scary. <laughs> Svetlana's. <laughs> I scary loved it. Scary in a good way. <laughs> yeah, they were awesome. It was really cute. They all these little kids had lined up in a in a row to to watch the next oh, yeah, band, and they were cool. all sitting down in front. And they had ear ear big earbuds on. Yeah, yeah. big ear earmuffs. Earmuffs. And, um, they start and then one by one the little kids just kind of start trickling away. And they were scary. <laughs> well, they were just you know they're one of those intense. like a core band I guess, which I'm not usually into bands with core in their name most of the time for whatever reason. But they were like a, I guess thrash cores that they called it. But uh, yeah, they, their lead singer man, she was just she had the crowd little, going. Little girl, too. but she was about to. She had so much. I don't know. You wouldn't want to run into her the wrong way. <laughs> she might. And then there was the jazz band at the oh, end. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, Miss Cookie. I think she that was her name. Soul. It was like more kind of like soul jazz. Soul jazz. She's from London. That was really nice too. Yeah, it was cool to she have such a voice. Yeah, so we've been really lucky um, on this trip to play with so many different kinds of bands, which I really value that because I think sometimes we get booked and it, you know every band is different, of course, but just a general. I don't know, I like, I like the variety show. It's yeah, and um, usually over here, unless it's a festival, uh, we, we typically don't have another band on the bill. Mm-hmm. Um, they just kind of make it, 
like we're the main attraction and then there's a DJ or something. That's just kind of how they do it over here. Yeah. So um, playing these festivals has been cool because we get to connect with all these other bands. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we'll Should we see. answer that last question we picked? I mean, let's just do it and I can cut it if we don't. Okay. If it's too long. Or if you, if you feel like this dang podcast is too long, just feel free to hang up. But we're going to answer the last question. Okay, let's see. The last question, um, Aran in Berlin. Uh, Carly, I love your one-string guitar. Can you tell me about it, and why do you play it? Well, that could... Yeah, that is a good one, uh, because there is a story behind that. And and the story is... (laughs) um, Our good friend John Michael, he he presented it to us. um, It was just this old, cool Japanese, broken-down guitar just with one string. Um, he left it at our doorstep, like after uh, we got married, as a wedding, a wedding gift. Yeah. And he had inscribed in the back, on the back of it, "Your marriage may one day look like this guitar, but all that matters is it still plays music." And uh, never lose sight. Yeah, of never your lose love. sight of your love. Very thoughtful. Yeah, very, very thoughtful. Poetic. Very poetic. Super, cool. super sweet. Just a broken ass guitar. Yeah, broken ass guitar. So cool, but like a cool broken ass guitar. Yeah. I hung it on the wall because I, I had a little space to hang a guitar, and um, it sat there for a couple days, and then we started jamming, and I got it down and plugged it in, and we immediately just, I mean, it sounded awesome. It just as a one-string, we wrote... Well, it's a challenge. It's a nice challenge. Like, yeah, how do you like, make a song with one-string? You know? And yeah, that's when we wrote um, Shotgun Pistol Grip. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty Grandma's much immediately, like, Grandma's yeah. a Rebel, uh, and... So we're like, okay, this is awesome, and then just, just started to develop that and play with it more and more. Are you ever gonna play a two-string guitar? <laughs> no, I, I, I like the one-string. One yeah. It's all about subtraction. And it's cool because now I have two one-string guitars. The one, the original one, is over here in Europe, and uh, we have a locker here where we store some gear, so we don't have to bring stuff back and forth. And no, we will not reveal the location of our locker. <laughs> so don't ask. CIA. Look at my locker. But um, in the States, it was really cool to uh, be approached by um, a guy in Wisconsin who wanted to build me a guitar. And it was the first guitar he ever built, and I had him model it after the original one string. But the one in the States is white. And uh, he did such a good job, and I just love it. So I have two one strings, and uh, yeah, one in, one in, on each side of the pond. Oh yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's just really fun, and it's it's simple, and it's with the right pedals and stuff, and, and amps, of course. It's it can be just it's monstrous. Powerful. It's powerful. Yeah, it's fat. very powerful. It's got a lot of booty to it, which we like. The one string wonder. Yeah. Forever. So anyways, uh, thanks for listening to this second episode of our podcast. We're going to keep doing it. If you guys keep listening and uh, keep sending us questions and, you know, sometimes we'll answer them. Sometimes we'll talk about other stuff. Uh, This week we thought it would be cool to answer a couple. So thank you guys. And uh, Yeah, write us with your questions. Yeah, info, I-N-F-O at theghostwolves.com info like information info at theghostwolves.com 
uh, just feel free, whatever you want to know, we'll uh, answer it because you know we don't always get to see you guys. Yeah, so. ask us anything, and um, in the meantime, we'll be uh, well. We're we're gonna we're about 15 minutes from Bond, so, so we gotta we're, rock, gonna, we're gonna rock out tonight. Yeah, we're gonna go load in and uh, Colt Colt 41. Start the whole. And whole come thing. see a show, guys. Check out our uh, tour schedule. We're really out there. We're we're hitting it hard. As hard as we can right now, we're in the... Got a bunch of new music, so. Got a lot of new music coming next month. We were, made a record, so that's going to be awesome. And uh, we're playing... We have booking shows in the U.S. Like, we're going to play in New York and uh, New Hampshire in July. And yeah, San Antonio. San Antonio in July. And then um, in September, we're going to be up in Wisconsin and, uh, yeah, all over the dang place. So and Maybe even uh, Halloween in Wisconsin. I think we'll be... Yeah, yeah. I think we'll be in. We got some stuff bubbling, bubbling up. Oh, about to miss my, my turn here. All right. Well, All we're right. going to let you go. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.